Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast. Tainted perception distorts my true meaning is blurred. I am lost to the echoes of whispers. Speaking of magic. Okay, so welcome to the Soul Patch. And we are recording today. It's the, the 4th of November. And if anyone's been following international news, you would all know that there was a, a, a crazy tragedy that happened here last week in, in Itaewon. And we're not going to spend any time talking about what happened and what went wrong or what could have changed because that's not our job here mm -hmm. but we do just want to say that i mean all three of us have spent time in itaewon have spent a lot of time in korea and it was an epic tragedy and it's just really sad that so many people so many young people lost their lives in this and so here at the soul patch you know our hearts go out to all of the victims there and I know we've got and their some families, students yeah. at, at our university and other universities, a lot of young people, and it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's tragic. So we, we kind of have to say something because it is, you know, the news of the week here in, in Korea, but you can find out all the details and all the information on so many other internet sources if you want, but it is, it is sad. It is tragic. Yep. Um, but let's just go ahead and try and get into our normal things for today right and actually i i something interesting before we get into our main topics jack something kind of fun experiences these are the things that always uh still surprise me about korea you know there's these small things that happen to you you know almost every day or every week and it's like whoa that's that that wouldn't happen back in the states yeah and i got on the subway a few days ago heading to campus in the morning and someone had either gotten sick on the ground or spilled something it didn't look just like a spill of coffee there was just like some weird liquid on the ground oh. anyway yeah not not good it was it was something <laughs> dirty in the, in the morning yeah and the first few people who get on the subway me included just step over it and go and sit down somewhere away from it and a few people kind of avoid those seats right. even though it's on the ground you know like we're avoiding it but then suddenly an older dude who was sitting in one of the like um you know the older dude seats on the side of the subway cars yeah yeah he stands up, he walks over with like a handful of tissue that he just dug out from his backpack and like drops it on the floor and starts wiping it up with his shoe, like kind of mopping it up a little bit. Yeah. And then he ran out of tissues and immediately he goes over and he pulls out his phone. He starts, he takes a picture of it and maybe, you know, why he's taking a picture of it, but I'll, I'll continue this in a second. So then another older dude goes into his backpack and starts digging through and he's got like a bunch of tissues as well. And between the two of them, they ended up almost completely cleaning this thing up like by themselves just a couple of dudes one guy spent like two or three minutes just dropping tissues on the ground you know moving his foot around like he didn't want to get his hand dirty he's not there no totally that's clean it. awful but just yeah. like pushing the tissues around to kind of sop up the the mess and push it to the side and then about and this is all in the span of about 20 to 30 minutes max because i only ride the subway quick before i even got off the car I realized why those guys had been two of them actually both of those guys who'd been working to to tidy it up now there was like a pile of tissue basically of, of that they'd pushed to the side and gotten it off all. yeah but the reason that they had taken pictures and they were on their phone was because they were sending reports to the subway apps or to the, the i don't know how they do it so before i even got off the subway suddenly at one of the stops the the doors open up and a small cleaning crew of three people gets on really quick. The subway cars stay open for it. They, they get in, they see that it's already mostly cleaned, but they had like a mop and everything ready to tidy yeah. it in case no one had done anything. But they just quickly 
mop it up, get off the subway car. It we were delayed by like 30 seconds and then the subway went on its way. So yeah. in the span of maximum 30 minutes, someone had made a spill on the subway. Some citizens had taken it upon themselves to clean this up. And then the officials had gotten notified and came on and actually properly cleaned it up. And within that span, before I even got off the subway car, it was like nothing had ever happened. And it was just totally right. clean. And and I don't know what the subway system is like in New York or Chicago these days. I have taken them, but I just can't imagine that it would have been, you know, taken care of by the citizens and been completely clean before before half the people even noticed it. No, no. I was I mean, impressed. It, it, your story kind of depresses me a little bit, like because I, I do think about the, you know, kind of comparing the two like the, you know the mm -hmm. urine stench of the New York subway and versus I, the... I, I would say I think that urine stench that you mentioned I think that's a stereotype um, I don't know I well which, maybe I, it could be I've never ridden I think the, that's a stereotype based on like the 1980s New York subway right. um like uh Hezon and I we were there shit it was quite a few years ago already maybe seven eight years ago we we did like a tour of new york city and we rode the subways around and everything and and i definitely remember them being older and not as nice as the korean the seoul subway system yeah but it didn't look like when i remember watching movies as a kid of you know like the yeah the it wasn't totally like the, the warriors covered. or anything like that like yeah, the movie the warriors i, I think yeah. new york from the 80s and 90s to today is a completely different thing so it's not. I, I still don't think it's as nice as the the soul system, but I don't think yeah. it's urine stench. Okay. As, well, as I, I was stereo. I was yeah. I was the stereotype of it being just kind of filthy yeah. and disgusting. But was, yeah, I still was just impressed at how people took it upon themselves to tidy it up for others, not for themselves, but mm -hmm. for other people, and to report it to the appropriate authorities. However, they did so, and and then it all got tidied up. It was just something really cool that I saw. I was like, wow. Good job, Korea. Good job, Koreans. Good job, Seoul. Yeah, I mean, cool. I, it is. It is just it has a really well functioning kind of. I don't know civic duty or whatever. I, I don't know how to explain it, but In there's there's ways, something. I mean, like my neighborhood. I, mean, like I think people, we've talked about this yeah. a little bit with language before, and this is something that I've always found interesting. I mean, Korea has this us culture, you know, the Udi culture. Yeah. You know, Udi means we in in Korean, and there there is this this you know people are all kind of together in some ways and i think that's where you, you see this in in small things like this you know people take it upon themselves to to tidy up public spaces even mm -hmm. though you know they have no responsibility for it necessarily well i was listening to this lecture uh, about korean history and and the guy was oh, talking cool. about like after the korean war korea was maybe the poorest country in the world like it, I, I had no that. idea that that was that they were that destitute. Literally, there were you know, you know, um, African nations that were that were don't giving money to you know aid providing yeah. aid to to Korea, which yeah I've know, seen that before. Yeah, so to go from the poorest country in the world to what eighth largest economy Something in the like world in, ten, in the definitely. span of like a generation is just mm. it is a it's a miraculous it's a miracle and so and and you you have to have that without that udi the community the sense of us like we're in this together there's just if you're atomized and individualistic there's just no way you could 
pull yourselves out of that. It would just be everyone yeah. fighting over scraps of food for, you know, a generation. But instead, they just work together and just got it done. Yeah, something. So I know we've talked about talking about this before, and we don't have time for it today. And I haven't mm-hmm. done the research on it. But I mean, a great example of what you're saying is the how Korea dealt with the IMF crisis. Right, selling their gold came together. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for everyone yeah. listening, we'll come back to that at some point because that's, yeah, that right. takes. That's a full episode on its own. Right, right. But yeah, Korea definitely has this this us feeling and they they take care of the us, the we here. Yeah, yeah. You feel that. You see it and it's and and when it functions so well, you're kind of like, gosh, I wish that would uh, you know, I wish we could somehow translate that to American culture, but it's just, you know, it's tough. It's just it just doesn't I don't know. It's it's the, it's the different... I versus the we. It's a very different yeah. thing. Yeah, individualism. Yeah. And that's changing here in Korea a bit as well. So I was still that's why like when I saw that happen, I mean a lot of people passed over, you know, the mess. A lot of people didn't take yeah. any care for it. But just the fact that some people did, a couple people did was was cool. It was interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. No, but I yeah. You wanna let's go on to, so we've got a couple of main topics for for today, things that I spotted in the news. The first is let's talk about the the Seoul planning to create a Champs Elysees style walkway from Gwanghwamun to the Han River, right. the Han River. I mean, what the president I'm, was in France, right? Was it the uh, um, the 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 president uh, visited France, I believe, and that's where he got the idea for. Oh, uh, I, I think that yeah, that they were they were definitely were looking around and they saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the uh, what is the exact route that it's going to so, take? It starts where? It starts at Gwanghwamun, which mm-hmm. is kind of like that's where um, it's near where the Blue House is, where the old presidential palace was. Although he's moved, yeah. It's um, it's downtown. It's where actually, if any Americans who've been in Seoul, that's near where the the U.S. Embassy is. Of oh, course. right, right, yeah. Um, I mean, that street already, that Gwanghwamun street, that street already has gone under a big undertaking and they've like re really revamped it. That's where like the King Sejong statue is. That's where mm-hmm. the Isun Chin statue is. Both people, I also actually would love to do a, a podcast about at some point because they're amazing figures in yeah, history. Yeah, exactly. And then, so from what I understand, it would basically start there. Like the, the plan is that it would probably start there around Gwanghwamun and that main road leads down to the city hall mm-hmm. basically like that same road just leads down to to city hall and then it would basically follow the road down from like Namdaemun to Seoul station which is mm-hmm. all there then down to Samgakji that's where I take the bus every day so I would I would definitely notice this um and then basically from Samgakji that's straight just all the way down to the, the Han River was it did I did you read it correctly? It was like seven or eight kilometers. That's how, how it's long about it that. Be? Yeah, okay. it's about seven or eight kilometers, which is epic. I mean, if they really turned this yeah. into and now I don't actually know what the Champs Elysees is. Um it's just, <laughs> it's a, it's just a, a famous it's street, like a, right? It's just it's a famous street, yeah. yeah. Like I can't picture it in my head. Um, but I guess Paris was like they're working on the Champs Elysees, and so you know, Korea was like, Oh, we can do that too. Yeah, I mean, um, what is just a, it's just a well manicured path essentially, where you can walk and it's beautiful. There's th- there are things to look at. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's the, and, and then the you know where you end up like in the what, what's the uh, Seine River? I don't know how to pronounce it. Seine, oh, Seine, Seine, yeah, whatever, something like that. Je ne parle pas français. I do not speak French. <laughs> I can't. I can't even pronounce the river name. 
but uh oh, yeah i mean you same, end up uh yeah you end up like at, you, you've got the beautiful river you've got uh notre dame you've got you know mm. all these these like really beautiful sites so i think they're kind of thinking around you know the same idea with soul is like why can't we yeah. have a nice manicured well manic manicured path um, i mean that would be amazing yeah. i'd be very much in fan of it although there are a couple of issues that i can see happening first though i i something interesting remember that like so that plan basically goes right by sangakji right like mm -hmm. i'm saying sangakji is where sangakji and and around there just to the east of sangakji station and then north and south of there that's where the old uh, military base was that oh, has been okay. moved out of Seoul. Right. And one thing that I've heard rumors of for yeah, pretty the much park, since right? I arrived in yeah. Seoul, yeah, is that eventually that, that military base, you know, if the military leaves, which they have now, is that they're going to, that Seoul would turn it into a big park, you know, like a right. central park. Because it would be central. It's it's right in the yeah, center of Seoul. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's also and, worth billions of dollars. Yeah, of yeah, real estate. Literally, you know. I mean, um, so that's where I'm a bit skeptical. Mm -hmm. I've always been skeptical. Like, will they really turn it into a park or not? Well, or they just pare it down to like you know, like it's a little tiny park with a whole lot of apartments uh, around <laughs> right. it. You know. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So we'd have to see what would happen there, but uh, I think I mean this lends some credence to the fact that maybe they are planning to turn it into a park because i mean this would basically be right next to it you know mm -hmm. it's like it's a part of this i don't know what they would call it like korean champs Elysees. yeah um, well it may, it's, so, it's a perfect kind of combination of like the, right. the the paris and new york you know it's kind of like you've got uh, yeah, your central big, park, big park and the, you've got your main your your beautiful uh street that you can you know i mean i think the how do you say it? Champs-Élysées? Something, Something like that? Like that. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I apologize to our French speakers. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that that it's, it has much more longer history, obviously, than, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're trying to create something like that. But um, it, it is cool. I mean, I, I do uh, think that they're trying to beautify soul, you know, mm. like they're they're making a real effort. I mean, uh, and even uh, I'm, I know you said we weren't going to talk about the uh, Itaewon tragedy, but just Itaewon in general has been kind of gentrified in the last like Very 15 much. years. Yeah. I mean, it's just like cobblestone road walkways and it's just a totally different neighborhood than what I remember oh, yeah. from, you know, 15, oh, yeah. 20 years ago. So, yeah. When I first came to Korea, Itaewon was like i don't want to say sleazy but almost. <laughs> yeah, i know what you mean like yeah yeah it, yeah it was like like oh be careful in Taiwan. like that's that's crazy there's you know a bunch of drunk foreigners there which yeah. is true <laughs> but <laughs> it was uh, true right but it was more than that it was like yeah, definitely a, a kind of almost sketchy neighborhood i mean you're still not still not dangerous necessarily but just yeah a little bit dirtier and now it's not at no, all. you know like, every uh, little little hole in the wall bar is now like a like a nice wine bar you know yeah. it's just, it's just yeah, like the, yeah it just became kind of an upscale uh neighborhood so i mean mm -hmm. there there are the, the only the old detail one at least a little bit like, oh the, no the i totally missed the sketch it, of it yeah absolutely like just yeah. yeah there was just so much more personality and to it and you're right now it's just all you know wine bars and cigar bars and coffee right. shops and stuff right it's just it's, uh, it's yuppie a lot of good food there is a lot of good food there still yeah so. absolutely um, um, yeah, I guess the only problem that that Seoul has that I could see is that is you can't make the city larger. So the roads mm -hmm. are I mean, when I when I went down to the embassy, yeah. 
we drove down there and i mean i swear like just from like gosok terminal the the express to bus terminal area and and you're driving around there um it just takes forever to get you know even two kilometers you know 20 minutes you're just you're waiting yeah. at a red light and you're you're moving so slowly and there's it's just crazy and there's nothing and they can really do about that you know well that's one of the big things well i, I kind of disagree with you and get into this in a second but that's that's probably the biggest complaint or controversy or or issue with um this korean shams they say they don't have a name for it yet i don't know what the, what <laughs> right, the hell yeah. to call it um <laughs> but with this this proposed walkway or whatever uh is that those roads are very busy roads yeah very busy roads. i mean seoul itself already has a traffic problem like it just does but those roads are already very busy roads and like that one of the areas that that passes by is where the new presidential residence is as well so i mean this is just gonna like you know multiply congestion by you know multiple right multitudes. the construction aspect and then also oh, and then, how are they gonna how are they gonna make this like a straight shot without having to like go through any sort of like you know traffic or whatever so i'm, I'm just yeah, wondering how they're gonna I, pull this off yeah so. the, the one thing that i would love to see and i think they can pull it off but i think i think this along with a lot of other issues i mean we were talking about like you know birth rate and test scores and things all of these have the same things where nothing is by itself you know everything is combined with something else and mm -hmm. if they do this that would be great but then there's a bigger issue which is that seoul is not a it's not really like a bike friendly city right it's not really a, a walking friendly city and there's still a lot of cars and so i think if seoul mm -hmm. i think if they turned like if they put some bike lanes some really nice bike lanes in uh in in the city i mean seoul is great for biking on the river yeah but if you're yeah, away yeah. from the river it's really not fun and so i think if they tried to promote seoul as more of a you know biking walking use mass transit more trying to get people not driving as much as possible then it would be yeah. great um well that brings me to like another issue that is that is interesting and so as our <laughs> listeners out there know that we're teachers my students are coming into classes with like bruises and cuts and uh, Wait, because of those scooters oh those those damn scooters that are just everywhere and these like you know electric bicycles and stuff they're just mm -hmm. they're just everywhere just dumped on the road just left everywhere and people are using them but they're falling down and getting hurt and they're also mm. drive like riding them on the streets with cars because the yeah, like you said there dangerous. is no there's no like bike path so because a lot of a lot of these roads um is in Gyeonggi where i live and then also in mm -hmm. seoul were never designed with like with with sidewalks really the sidewalk right. was kind of an afterthought or there was no sidewalk and so for the small roads yeah yep. and it's just really really dangerous small so, roads. yeah so i'm mean, just those those kinds of issues i think are um something that i would i i just wonder like like you said we need more alternatives to driving but yeah i would love to see i mean like i mean japan like tokyo osaka those are amazing biking cities you know mm -hmm. like they've done really good things there i actually saw something else about i think it was france actually I think where the mayor there is turning like an area of the city into a no car area. Oh, right. Um, and they and, also instituted a 30 kilometer uh, maximum speed limit in the entire city, oh. I think. So it's like you right, have so, to drive so slowly that no one's going to want to drive. 
in, and, in Paris. And I think like this whole road, this walkway can work really well, but then they're, they need to implement other things. That's what I was mm-hmm. trying to say earlier. Yeah. Like, it's not just isolated. It, it can't just, if they only do this, it's just going to mess up, you know, traffic even worse. But if they do some other things along with it, then it could make for an even more beautiful city that mm-hmm. I'd be you know, happy to walk around and, and bike around. It'd be great. Yeah, it sounds like they're trying. They're they're definitely putting the effort in. So it'll be interesting mm. to see if they. I mean, who knows? You know, it's it's all. Yeah. And at this point, it's just it's just talk. There's, yeah, exactly. Because like you said, that let's, park let's thing. I I heard that Yongsan Park for fifteen years. You know, it's, oh, yeah. I'm still Easily. waiting. You know, I, I think it was like the yeah. first thing I heard when I first arrived in Itaewon. It's like, don't worry, right. one day it's going to be a park. It'll be a big park, big beautiful park. Um, oh. The uh, maybe that we that kind of takes us to like the second it dovetails nicely with that second issue, which is the uh, transportation. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the second article is that the the base taxi fare is going to be going up in Korea sometime soon next next year, February, it looks like. Yeah. And so it's raising a thousand won um, to a base fare of four thousand eight hundred won. There's still so, just nothing compared to America. I still, yeah. I'll never forget when um, a, a bunch of years ago already. Again, my my wife and I were, were 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 going back to the states, and we were running a little bit late for our plane. Not crazy late, but just like uh, taking the bus will get us there just on time. So we're like, let's take a cab. And so I'll never forget because we took a cab from our house, and at the time we were living in Yongsan. And so we took a cab from there to the airport. It probably took us 45, 50 minutes. You know, it's a yeah. long cab ride. And it cost about maybe Oman won, like 50,000 won. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. okay. Not bad. Honestly, not bad. Not yeah. bad. I mean, it was not rush hour. It was just straight there. So 50,000 won, we're like, okay. I mean, it was more expensive than taking the bus or the subway, but you know, we're here on time. It's all worth it. So then we flew, flew, flew. We arrived in upstate New York to visit my grandparents. And we'd been flying, traveling for... 24 hours at this point you know we arrived late at night we needed to get let's to our take hotel a taxi. <laughs> and we were like hey, f it Let, let's just take a cab like i don't care so i went out flagged Whoops. a cab. yeah yeah i hadn't ridden a taxi in the states in i hadn't no you idea must have long. been watching that meter and just oh white knuckling like I, I was i was <laughs> watching the meter yeah. before we even left the goddamn airport parking lot yeah it's ticking up 50 cents 50 cents 50 cents oh. 50 cents <laughs> um and we rode yeah. no it was like a 15 minute yeah. ride and we arrived and it was like 50 dollars plus you've got a tip of course and so i was like yeah. What the hell? so yeah taxis taxis in korea even if they go up to four forty eight hundred won um it's still relatively cheap compared to global taxis around around the world oh yeah and also the it's too bad ryan's not here today because he was saying just last week that you know he's a big taxi guy that's right this is, he, this he, is his he, topic he does them just for uh rides them just for fun i think um <laughs> the uh the reason they they raised the price was because people are having such a hard time again i uh not to uh go back to itaewon but um getting a taxi out of there in became a big problem so the, the taxis, people were waiting till six in the morning you know you couldn't get it yeah. you just couldn't get a taxi and so how do you uh, get yeah, home i've had a lot of know? i've heard a lot of people complaining about that i yeah. i don't take taxis i'm not out in the middle of the night anymore but yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, 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 I've heard yeah. that i'm in bed at nine o'clock so yeah it's i've heard that one of the reasons is because taxi companies from what i understand here in korea taxi companies are well, a lot of taxi drivers rather than the company are kind of freelancers. 
Yeah, right? yeah, right. Well, they get and their so, certificate or whatever, or their their license or something, hmm. and that's kind of like you're now, you're you're yeah, you're your own business essentially. You're, yeah, or sometimes yeah. they do have they work for a company, but I think they basically can just set their own hours. They just do whatever the hell they want. Oh, okay, and, okay. And so that's the problem is a lot of taxi drivers. I mean, you'll know, think about the last 20 times you've taken a taxi, 19 of those 20 times, the the taxi driver was an older dude. Yeah. Right. Probably. And so these older guys, like they're, they don't want to drive at night. They're like, it's not worth it. And so a lot of taxi drivers, they just drive during the daytime and then they're like, I'm done. I'm off my shift. You know, I made my own hours today. Yeah. And so just the taxi drivers just don't run at, at night because they just don't want to. So they're trying to make so, it worth their while, like if with right. an extra thousand won, they they believe and then that'll... that that's the base fare just for daytime. Um, nighttime fares actually another part of this article is that because at nighttime the taxi fares already go up. I think it's twenty percent more. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong on that, um, but they're actually lowering that. So it used to be either midnight or eleven p.m. where the taxi fares went up. That's going to be now ten p.m. So starting at like 10 p.m., it's going to be even more expensive to ride a taxi, which, again, will hopefully incentivize taxi drivers to to be there mm -hmm. and to go to go out and drive to alleviate it. Yeah, that's that was my understanding is that they're trying to incentivize the taxi drivers to go out more at night and and mm -hmm. stop this this problem from, you know, people just not being able to get a, t a cab, you know, just can't right, get home, which is, it's, which is no good. <laughs> Yeah, because the thing with with this and you and I are, I mean, we're big union supporters, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And this really comes from the tax. The taxi union here in Korea is really powerful. Like they are a very strong union. And now normally I would be very in support of that. You know, power to the people. You know, let's let's go for the workers. But the taxi union is almost too much i think and i don't know how and why this is exactly mm -hmm. but like the taxi union i mean so you were saying like you know people are getting stuck out in the middle of the night and they can't get home right well they can't get they can't get a cab because they pretty much don't run and it's very difficult you know like there's 100 people trying to get a cab and there's three taxis so that's the problem but the buses don't run late at night the subways don't run Later right. here. So there's no there's no way to get home. But the reason that the buses, the reason that the subways don't run late at night is because of those damn taxi unions. Right, right. And so yeah. like these taxi unions, when I was looking into this article a little bit, I was reading some comments about it. And these taxi unions, they are like they control they, they've pushed back at a lot of things that they that I think we really need in this city to just, you know, be better for the overall people, not just the taxi people like late night buses. We need that subway cars late at night. It doesn't have to run every 10 minutes, but mm -hmm. we need some subways late at night. Like we can't just protect the taxi companies. Um, apparently these uh, taxi companies and their, their unions, they've also pushed against bicycle lanes. We were talking about bicycling earlier. Like, like any competition needs more bicycle. Yeah. Just they, don't, they don't want that. And, yeah, and I'm sorry. Like I understand that the taxi drivers need money, but we need bike lanes. Like bike lanes is good for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, they've also the union has also pushed back on things like speed limiters. They've pushed things on like alcohol checks, which they shouldn't be drinking and driving. <laughs> right, right, so the, right. So 
So mm. this, the tax union, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for them that they're getting some money. And I really do hope that they get a, a living fare because from what I understand, taxi drivers do not make enough money in mm -hmm. Korea. And that's just not, they should, they should have a living wage, of course. But some of the things that the taxi union pushes up against is that they're overstepping in some ways. Yeah, no, I agree. I, well, the, this is like, this is an interesting conversation because I, I've seen a, a trend in Korea that is it's trending more towards like the American style. So for example, you've got Walmart that's open 360, you know, 24, seven, 365, right. It's just mm. every holiday you got people working there. Korea used to, used to be closed down for like the Chuseok holiday and you, you'd be hard to give, go to a store and you know, they they were closed. Like it would, mm. you, you didn't, they didn't make people work on holidays, you know, like there, there was like just it was inconvenient, but there was a kind of it was kind of interesting. Like there was a kind of a, a respect for people's right to have that holiday time with their family. Mm -hmm. And and it, and that kind of changed over the years. So they started with these big, you know, uh what do you call it? big supermarkets or whatever, you know, these chains right. and they're open on the actual holiday. And there's, you know, they've got people working on, you know, on the holiday, like I, oh, when well, I, big, you know what I mean? Big so. supermarkets don't, they still need to close every, what is it? Second and fourth Sunday of the month. Is that... Sometimes in other cities, it's like Wednesday in, in oh. Ansung, which is weird. And then, but, but yes, it's like every second Sunday and, Tech yeah, and that's live. basically yeah. just to support like the mom and pop shops. Like you, if you yeah. want to shop on those days, you have to go to the small neighborhood stores. Yeah, I mean it's it's like it's the, it's the thing where like I go to the states and I I love diet soda and there's like 25 <laughs> different flavors like you know diet Dr Pepper and what you know just the most ridiculous stuff and we just don't have all that stuff here because they they are protectionist right they just want to support the local economy and the local producers and not just mm. import everything and sell it for you know you know 10 cents or whatever and it's just like that i do kind of appreciate that sort of mentality of like protecting but i, I feel like it's losing its grip a little bit in korea it's just starting to go mm. the way of like all western you know countries and so when the tax union is fighting for this, I think what they're seeing is they're kind of reading the tea leaves and saying, like, we give an inch, they're going to take a mile, you know, like we give an inch and then Uber is going to come in and and we're done, you know. And so maybe and, and I think for things like Uber and Kakao Taxi pu pushing back against those, I kind of understand it. But again, like mm -hmm. the tax union, I mean, when they're when they're pushing back against speed limit checks and alcohol checks. Yeah, and that's bike ridiculous. Lanes, yeah, that's pushing too much like i i think the taxi that's sort of it's a very interesting union situation i mean again i support them and having living wages i'm all for but you know like and i understand why they don't want subways and buses to be open late at night because you know if people are on the subways and they're not going to take taxis but if you're going to push against having the subways open late at night then you better damn well provide service Right, because otherwise people literally cannot get home, and that's a problem. Um, that that's a great point. That's a great point. I I think that would be a a great negotiating tactic right there. It's like you're not gonna if you're not gonna hold up uphold your end of the bargain, 
and you know yeah. give people yeah, they're, they're you, arguing in bad faith it's like right, no, it was right. late at night but then they're like okay and i'm gonna go ahead and sleep they're um like, yeah oh. i'm not working at night yeah that's that is ridiculous and i i do agree yeah i i don't know it, it's 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 all about finding that you know that ba- that kind of balance between the two 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 sides you know um it's interesting how some yeah. unions i know this is a bit off topic of korea but like some unions are just so so powerful and again i like unions I, i'm very pro-union but the taxi union here seems almost too big. It's like the police union in America. I mean, they're just, yeah. you know, that's they control way too much. Um, and so the taxi union here, how, they're, they're almost too powerful. So I don't know. I, I don't know how to to control it. Again, yeah. I, I, but this this small pay raise, just to go back to the main story, this, yeah. I'm, I mean, it'll barely affect me. I, I take, you know, one or two taxis a year. So I, I'm not too worried about it, but I do remember when I first came to Korea, taxis were 1,900 won, I think, for the first you know start. It was nothing. I know, yeah, it was like so 17. Cheap. I 2002 was when I first came here. Yeah, it was just it's just it was so cheap. I couldn't believe yeah. it. It was so. Yeah, I mean, it feels yeah. like it's a lot more, especially for me because I take taxis so rarely that when I do get in and suddenly I see this number, I'm like, wait. No, the taxi is supposed to be really cheap, and it's still not bad. But just compared to the last time I took a taxi, which was probably you know two pay raises ago, um, it it seems like a massive jump. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I don't take taxis too often, but uh, and but you know the problem is like I, I drive, and mm. so I'm I'm contributing to you know the problem pollution uh you know to traffic and you know all those things and yeah and so i, I would love a i would love a an alternative you know like um a, a better uh i mean they have a wonderful transportation system but you're right like if we could fill the gaps at night it would make a huge difference so definitely yeah. that's that's the biggest complaint and, and if this works if this does help the taxi drivers come out at night so that people can can get home then I'm all in favor of of a small, well, a decent sized pay raise for for the taxi drivers. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends complain about trying to get a cab, and they're like, "The plan is either you go home at eight p.m. when the taxis <laughs> yeah, are still running, yeah. or you're out <laughs> until six a.m. when the taxis come back." And it's like, that's, "There's there should be some middle ground." Well, if you're but... if you're partying, there's nothing worse than like leaving at like 10 30 to get the last subway train because your mm. your buzz is probably just like you're just kick it's just kicked in and you're you're just you're yeah, grooving was, man like you're right there the, the subway the sweet spot i really do wish especially on weekends they really should run more like later at night or, or yeah throughout the night. yeah it is crazy and then and then and then by like two or three you're just you know hammered and all you want to do is go to bed and, and you can't get home and i i've i've been there where i've just like sit waiting for the, the subway to open at six o'clock in the morning and yep. I took for like three hours. A, yeah. A, it's just a few times. Oh, it sucks, man. It's, it's really terrible. So yeah, I, I totally agree that it's, it's problematic. Um, what about this? Like, I mean, the, the, another issue that I think in Korea is experiencing is like stagnant wages with, with like in, cost of living increases and inflation. So like this, this taxi price goes up, but, are is that going to affect people i mean people that are kind of um already squeezed do you think there's going to be pushback inflation for all of our american listeners they're experiencing they know there's massive inflation but it's here too definitely Mm -hmm. one thing i will say korea that has done very well is that i remember when i first came to korea the minimum wage here was nothing it was like yeah it was terrible something per hour 
over the past six years or so, don't quote me on that, but over the past few years, it's been going up um, a little bit every year, which is amazing. Right now, the current minimum wage, I, I talk to my students, I don't know the exact number, but it's a little bit over 9,001. Yeah, I mean, th what's the American, uh, the, the minimum wage in, in the U.S. is like seven dollars and seven and change cents or and it's something. been that way for like over a decade <laughs> yes, or yes. something so it's terrible yeah. so that's Could one thing finish? that america or that korea is still doing much better like they actually are raising the minimum wage and i, I believe yeah. i think my students said it's there it's going to be going up again next year yeah and so i don't i don't know what the current plan like i don't know if it's going up every year or how they track it but for the past many years it has gone up and it's going up again next year i think next year it's going to be up over manwon up over ten thousand. Per, okay. per hour, which I mean, that's great. Students, people working minimum wage jobs. I mean, there's a lot of older people who work minimum wage jobs. Mm -hmm. you know, there's like all those, you know, Ajumas who work in supermarkets and things like that. Like they're making minimum wage. And so that's great. That needs to support it. I mean, inflation is still a problem. And there's a lot of people who are not getting raises. Of course, that's an issue. But I'm glad at least the minimum wage is going up. So there's some some yeah. care for well, like you said populace. you know elderly poverty like uh, is a big problem here too especially mm. you know uh, elderly is who who don't have kids you know is it's a mm -hmm. it's a big problem too so so you're right like a lot of people they they're forced into retirement and then still need to supplement their income with uh a part-time job uh doing you know yeah. minimum wage uh, job so exactly yeah, yeah, minimum wage is higher. not only for yeah. high school students. Minimum wage is <laughs> right, right. Many, many people work minimum wage jobs, and they deserve a living wage as well. Yeah, of course. And to go back to the inflation issue, like the um, the the yuan is also losing value against the dollar in a, in against a, the dollar a, a yeah. big way. So the ability to go and travel and to go back to the states is really hampering a lot of people or students who study in the states you know they study abroad mm -hmm. i mean it's just like it's just crushing uh families so yes yeah, so, but so again it's a rough for time. any american listeners yeah. now is your time yeah, come, <laughs> come here yeah <laughs> shit is cheap for, oh, for you where it's almost 50 percent, or not 50 percent. it's almost like a, a third less here you could come here yeah, and just jump in a taxi and just drive all make a circle around the whole city yeah cost you nothing much. yeah just about so <laughs> americans come on come on over yeah oh man yeah i would love to be earning us dollars right now that'd be fantastic for sure. yeah that would definitely be the, the way to go right on nice well hopefully hopefully the taxis will come out at night and then hopefully we'll we'll have in the next couple of years we'll have some really awesome you know long park walkway that we yeah. can all get a city bike and and ride along. It sounds it sounds wonderful. Let's let's hope it's not just a pipe dream. You know, I hope they're yeah, actually planning this out. Plans that I think are overall good. So we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, right on. Nice. Uh, so well, that's uh, a, as good a place as to wrap as any. I think it's a good place to wrap. Yeah, we. Uh, it's too bad that Ryan missed the taxi talk though. That's uh, right in his wheelhouse. He's our, our our taxi guy here. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to get his take on on this. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you guys could uh, support the show by giving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or your other podcast apps, that would really help us out. Um, we you know we do this show every uh, two. Twice a month, so every two weeks, we come out with a new episode, and uh, you can go to our website, which is thesoulpatch.com, and uh, you can listen to the sh the show right there, 
And uh, with that, I guess we'll see you in, in two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Call me a nominal.